Hi, what's up everyone? I am Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Alright y'all, so today I'm excited because we're going to be talking about something really interesting to me and that is energy healing. And does it actually work? So, yeah. With, like, the COVID-19 pandemic forcing a lot of people to stay home, a lot of normal life went online. From work to fitness to social life, much of the world now relies on online platforms to stay connected. It's no surprise that there has been a rise in virtual well-being services, too. And while online therapy or counseling is nothing new, more alternative practices have also made their offerings video-friendly. Like, for example, remote energy healing. So, yeah, we're going to talk about energy healing, what it is, how it works, and also what you need to know before you give it a try. If you decide to. (laughs) So the term energy medicine was coined in the 1980s to describe a form of complementary and alternative medicine. It's also known as energy healing, subtle energy healing, mind-body medicine, vibrational medicine. And well, it's based on the belief that the body is permeated by an energy field that can affect our health and well-being also called subtle energy vibrational energy or simply life force known as qi in traditional chinese medicine or prana in ayurveda And it's believed that we can work with this energy to find balance and healing. So, according to most complementary alternative medicine philosophies, both physical and mental health conditions can come about when this energy is stuck and not flowing properly. So, the goal of energy healing is to restore the balance of energy to support physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Energy healing practices can involve physically touching the body or working non-physically with the body's energy. And working non-physically with the body's energy, that type of practice can, in theory, be done remotely. So there's different types of energy healing, including uh, Reiki, acupuncture, touch therapy, EFT tapping, chakra balancing, crystal healing, and so on. There's even more. And some of these practices are supported by scientific evidence, while others are not. But only some of these can be done remotely. Anyway, moving on. Um, Reiki, chakra healing, and Aura cleansing are three types of practices that can be done remotely, 
Well, acupuncture, which uses the needles to stimulate energy flow in the body, obviously cannot. Okay, so Reiki is an increasingly well-known type of energy healing, and the Japanese technique was created in the early 20th century and involves a practitioner placing their hands near the body to stimulate energy flow. Chakra healing is an ancient Indian healing modality, and it's believed that we have seven main chakras or energy centers in the body, as well as potentially hundreds of lesser known chakras. And when they are all in balance, the theory goes, we feel optimum health and well-being. Well, in a chakra healing session, a practitioner may use a mix of different techniques like crystals and breathing to realign the chakras and heal the body and mind. Aura cleansing is also believed to be rooted in ancient Indian medicine. And the aura is said to be the energy that surrounds the body, creating like an external field. Different people may have different colors showing up in their auras at any given time. And in an aura cleansing session, a practitioner uses items to cleanse the aura, including meditation, breathing, sound, and crystals. But the question you're all wondering, I'm sure, is does it really work? Well, you know, many forms of alternative healing especially those based on working with energy, are difficult to prove with scientific evidence. However, some research has shown interesting results. A 2014 review of randomized trials suggested that Reiki therapy may also reduce pain and anxiety, though more research is needed. According to results from a 2011 study in which participants had 30-minute sessions over a period of two day weeks, people who had Reiki felt greater mood benefits compared with people who did not have the treatment. Also, a 2013 review noted that research into energy therapies like healing touch, therapeutic touch, and Reiki continues to demonstrate efficacy for symptoms commonly associated with cancer, including pain, anxiety, quality of life, and health function. Although there's less research when it comes to remote energy healing, some shows promise. And a pilot 2015 study found that people being treated for cancer who received 30-minute sessions of distant Reiki for five days in addition to regular medical care, had lower levels of pain, anxiety, and fatigue. So yeah, pretty cool, right? But if you are planning on booking a session or whatever, here's what you need to expect, you know. Um, while energy healing typically takes place in a physical space, many practitioners, like I said, are offering services online. And this is known as remote healing, distance healing, or distant healing. And practitioners run their sessions in exactly the same way, except they're over video. 
And typically you'll lie down at home and set up a video camera on your phone or your laptop so that, you know, your healer can see you and hear you. And most energy healers believe that energy can be transported through space and time, which means that energy healing can take place even over a geographical distance, which is pretty awesome to me. Okay, so we've talked about what energy healing can do, but what energy healing can't do. Alright, so energy healing, it can be used as a complementary practice alongside other types of therapy and medical treatment, but there's no evidence that energy healing can cure specific physical or mental health conditions. If you're experiencing any physical or mental health conditions, be sure to always consult a qualified medical professional, please, guys. If you can, having a team of practitioners from different fields and areas of expertise in your corner is the best way to support your overall health and well-being. But the best place to start when looking for a practitioner is with personal recommendations, you know. Reach out to your circle. Find out if you know anyone who has had success with a remote healer. You can also ask a healthcare team, like a doctor or therapist, maybe a yoga or fitness instructor, friends, family, loved ones. Um, there's also people like acupuncturist or massage therapist that you could ask. You can also use platforms like the Energy Medicine Directory. And it's important to note that these directories like this, they're typically not regulated and practitioners are able to list themselves. One benefit of remote healing is you can work with a healer in any part of the world. This means you're not limited, you know, to any one place, which is a good thing, I believe. All right, guys, now that we have touched on energy healing a little, we're going to talk about vibrational energy. Okay, so you are a living energy field. Your body is composed of energy-producing particles, each of which is in constant motion. So like everything and everyone else in the universe, you're vibrating and creating energy. The field of vibrational medicine, sometimes called energy medicine, seeks to use the vibrational energy generated by and around your body to optimize your health. And to many people, the concept of energy fields in the body may sound more spiritual than medicinal. And, yeah, of course, you know, more more research must be done to understand how electrical and magnetic energy in the body stimulate chemical processes. But there's growing evidence that these energies can be used to influence your health outcomes. But what we know so far anyway, vibrations are a kind of rhythm. Rhythms happened on a grand scale, like seasonal changes and tidal patterns, you know. They also happen with your, within your body. Heartbeats, breathing rates, um, they're examples of physiological 
rhythms we can see, feel, and measure. But there are much smaller vibrations happening in your body too. Inside each of your cells, molecules vibrate at characteristic rates. So using atomic force microscopes, researchers have detected vibrations on the nanoscale, much smaller than a thousandth the diameter of a single human hair. But these vibrations, they generate electromagnetic energy waves, and researchers have found that vibrations and the electromagnetic energy associated with them cause changes in your cells, which can then affect how your body functions. So different molecules vibrate at different rates, and those rates can speed up or slow down if conditions around the molecules change. Temperature, for example, can change the speed of a molecule's vibration. Okay, you guys still with me? All right, good. So the connection between thoughts, behaviors, and vibrations... Researchers have known for a long time that thoughts and behaviors affect the rhythms in your body. Like, let's say, anxious thoughts trigger the release of stress hormones that stimulate your heart rate to speed up or to slow down. And the sound vibrations of music, likewise, affect thoughts, emotions, and body systems. Vibrational energy experts think our behaviors and thoughts can also alter much smaller rhythms. Proponents believe it's possible to speed up or slow down the vibrations that occur at the cellular and atomic levels by changing our thoughts, behaviors, and even our surroundings. And changing those non-vibrations, it's thought could ripple outward, affecting our mental state and physical health. So what are the benefits of vibrational energy, you may be wondering? Well, let me tell you. A growing body of research suggests that there's a strong connection between your mind and your body. And I totally agree. I mean, come on now. It isn't yet understood how vibrational energy fits into the relationship between the two. Proponents think you may be able to change your body's vibrations to alter your mood, improve your physical health, and help you achieve your goals and intentions. Vibrational energy experts claim that certain emotions and thought patterns such as joy, peace, and acceptance create high-frequency vibrations, while other feelings and mindsets such as anger, despair, and fear vibrate at a lower rate and there isn't much scientific evidence to support this correlation but there's plenty of evidence linking positive emotions and thinking patterns to better health and greater goal achievement researchers are finding that vibrations of many kinds electromagnetic, sound, and light, they can all be used to encourage healing and stimulate growth in the body. 
They also recommend several strategies for elevating the vibrations in your body and your life. Like breath work. Um, Rhythmic deep breathing is a good way to realign your vibrational energy. Control breathing. It can calm your heart rate and stimulate the areas of your brain that influence comfort, relaxation, emotional control, and well-being. Meditation generally involves comfortably sitting or lying down in a quiet zone, focusing your attention on body sensations or other, or not other, but or on a specified word or object and allowing your responses to change as you meditate. And studies have suggested that the vibrations produced during the rhythmic chanting of the syllable OM temporarily deactivate the amygdala and other brain structures involved in processing emotion. Also, meditation may change your blood pressure, reduce your pain sensitivity, and affect your mood. It's also thought that vibrational energy may help alleviate the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, insomnia, anxiety, depression. Okay, then we have gratitude. Taking time to notice and appreciate what is good in your life is a recommended way to raise your vibrations. Intentionally and regularly expressing gratitude can enhance your well-being, lower stress, and make you more inclined to participate in activities that promote your physical health. Generosity is thought to raise your vibrational energy because it's considered a pro-social behavior. In addition to its potential effects on your vibrational energy, there's evidence that generosity could help you live longer. How about that? A 2013 study found that generosity may prolong your life by shielding you from the harmful effects of stress. Interesting. Then there's your diet. It's important to eat foods that contain higher energy levels. So keep in mind that no research has been done to quantify vibrations in food groups and that many of these foods are simply valuable for their associated health benefits. But vibrational energy advocates propose that a diet rich in leafy green vegetables, fresh fruits, honey, spring water, herbal teas, minimally processed grains and so on um, are linked to numerous health benefits and can increase your vibrational energy. And they suggest that um, meat, fish, poultry, alcohol, dairy, fried foods, and highly processed foods are not considered to have any valuable vibrational energy and may also have negative impacts on your health. Outdoor immersion to raise or reset your vibrational energy. Get out into nature as often as you can. Exposure to natural sound waves, light waves, negative ions, and green spaces are all believed to benefit you. And multiple studies have found that interacting with nature 
lowers stress, lowers blood pressure, reduces fatigue, reduces cortisol levels, and may even lower your risk of cardiovascular and respiratory diseases. So yeah, a walk in the woods or a picnic beside a high energy waterfall is also likely to increase your cognitive functioning and your sense of well-being. Therapeutic touch, healing touch, and Reiki. All three of these are considered energy therapies, and this means that a trained therapist can use a hands-on approach to move the energy in your body, called biofields, to improve your health. Typically used with other conventional medical treatments, these therapies have been part of cancer treatment for decades, and vibrational energy specialists recommend them for connecting or correcting the flow of the energy in and around your body. And of course, there's yoga. It unites the mind-body benefits of breathing, meditation, and rhythmic movement. And little research has measured the effects of yoga on your vibrational energy, but numerous studies show that regularly participating or practicing rhythmic yoga poses increase the size, function, and connectivity of the brain structures devoted to your cognitive abilities. And yoga has also been shown to improve blood sugar levels, aid in recovery from muscle and bone problems, improve cardiovascular health, and it's just crazy, y'all. Energy specialists agree that healthy relationships rise raise your vibrations while conflict has the opposite effect of course um, the National Institutes of Health report that your relationships have a powerful effect on your health if you want to raise your vibe lower your stress levels and live a longer healthier life it's important to develop a network of relationships you know you need friends family members neighbors colleagues and other social connections to Share your interests, provide brain-stimulating conversations, and just imbue your life with a sense of belonging and self-worth. And in addition to the activities that we've talked about, you may want to learn more about other integrative and complementary alternative medicine therapies. So each of these therapies is based in part on improving the flow of energy through your mind and body, which is acupuncture, chakra therapy, pulsed electromagnetic fields therapy, grounding. Raising your vibrational energy, it may provide positive health benefits, but it should not be used on its own to treat your mental or physical health conditions, guys. So, talk to a healthcare provider about how to blend vibrational energy therapies with targeted medical treatment so you can relieve your symptoms and treat any underlying health issues. So, the vibrations happening at the molecular level in your body may be tiny, but it could turn out that they have a seismic effect on your health. The field of energy medicine is growing. If you want to enrich your understanding of the ways energy and vibration influence your health, 
reach out to an integrative medicine specialist in your area. And while there isn't much research to explain the benefits and the drawbacks of vibrational energy, many of the techniques associated with vibrational energy therapy provide well-researched health benefits. And like I said, deep breathing, meditation, yoga um, may boost your vibrational energy, interacting with nature, eating a good diet, developing healthy relationships, practicing gratitude and generosity can also help. Yes, yes, yes. So if you want to work with a health professional to elevate your vibe, a Reiki or therapeutic touch practitioner might be a good option. So, yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed today's very interesting episode. Thank you guys. Please hit that follow button and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Everyone have a beautiful day.